After you produce a podcast episode, focus on consistency. The release of your first podcast episode is a heavy lift and your team probably feels a huge sense of accomplishment once it's available on Apple or your favorite app, but it's not enough to get through post-production one time. You're listening to Recorded Content, a podcast for small, scrappy B2B marketing teams who want to get the most out of podcasting. In each episode, we capture stories from industry experts and podcasters. Listen in and uncover what it takes to launch, run, and grow a successful B2B podcast. Check out and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's jump in. Hey, this is Justin Brown. I'm the co-founder of Motion and your host for this episode of Recorded Content. Recorded Content is brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcast agency for small, scrappy B2B tech marketers. B2B marketers on small, scrappy teams have to wear a lot of different hats. And in order to get the best information, I know that you rely on a combination of Google, communities, and your peers. But when it comes to producing a new podcast for your own company, a lot of marketers find it difficult to find a reliable source. If you search Google, you'll find a ton of resources for independent podcasters or hobbyists. If you reach out to your peers, you're going to find that companies are still trying to figure out the best approach to launching a business podcast. So if you're looking at producing a podcast for your company, what's the best step-by-step process available? How can you get to that first episode and reach your target audience? In this episode, we'll lay out the process needed to produce a podcast and launch your first episode out into the world. The process we outlined is based on the route that we've taken with nearly 50 other podcasts for tech companies. So here's what we're going to cover. Number one, plan your podcast. What will it be about and who's going to be involved? Number two, record your podcast. What's the right equipment and tools that are needed for good video and audio quality? Number three, edit your podcast. How do I remove any mistakes or awkward pauses, construct a story, and add intros and outros and music? Number four, publish your podcast. Where will you store your episodes so people can listen? And number five, promote your podcast. How do I get the podcast distributed to my audience? So let's start with number one, plan your podcast. Before you produce a podcast, it's important to take some time to plan out the show, and it's way more involved than just designing your cover art. What kind of topics are you going to cover? Who will be your podcast target audience? Who's going to be involved in the production? These are all important questions to answer before you start hitting the record button. Once you have a clear vision for the podcast, it's going to be much easier to produce a high-quality show that people will enjoy watching or listening to. So what's involved when planning a podcast? We start a podcast for a technology company. We, at Motion, create what we call our strategic action plan. Some might call this a creative brief or a podcast strategy. Either way, it's a document that outlines all the core components to your company's show. A strategic action plan includes the following. The podcast theme statement, your ideal listener, your guest profile, your podcast host, your podcast format, your episode structure, and then your visual framework, your cover art, video storyboards, and finally, your post-production workflow. For more details on what to include in your company's podcast strategy, check out Start a Podcast, a winning strategy for your company's show on our blog. Now, we're going to move to number two, record your podcast. A podcast is a great way to share your thoughts and ideas with the world, 
But if your audio or video quality stinks, then your audience won't stick around very long. When it comes to producing a podcast, you'll likely have a blend of solo podcast episodes and episodes that interview guests. For interviews, you might not be in the same room as your guest for the actual recording, so you're actually going to rely on remote podcast recording to get the job done. If you're producing a podcast for the first time, you can get started with your iPhone and AirPods. That's probably not the approach that I'd recommend for your company show. With a budget of as little as $250 to $500, you can get the recording equipment you need to produce a podcast with good sound quality. Here's a breakdown of two tiers of equipment that you can use to get your show off the ground. So tier one is the podcast production package of a microphone, your Shure MV7. That's actually what I'm on right now, which is a great USB microphone option for headphones. You can get the Sennheiser Pro HD 280. For your video camera, you can get the Camo app, which turns your iPhone into a webcam. And in case you didn't know, your iPhone is actually incredibly high quality. Couldn't recommend the Camo app higher or the Elgato face cam or webcam. And then optional accessories are a pop filter, a microphone boom arm, etc. If you want to kind of go one tier above that or tier two, you can do the microphone, the Shure SM7B headphones, the Biodynamic DT770 Pro headphones. For your video camera, you could do something like the Sony A6400 plus the Elgato CamLink. Uh, that's something similar to what I'm on right now. For your audio interface, you could use the Rodecaster Pro. And then optional accessories, again, are your pop filter, microphone boom arm, cloud lifter. Once you have all the necessary equipment, it's going to be time to record. So should you just use Zoom? I mean, you can but I don't recommend Zoom for remote interviews. Instead, I'd recommend using recording software designed specifically for podcasting. The top three on the market are Riverside, Squadcast, and Zencaster. Three primary reasons for using a remote podcast recording platform are one, better sound quality, two, separate tracks for audio and video, and three, cloud backups for video and audio files. We've used all the tools at Motion, but the majority of our customers are actually on Squadcast, and that's typically what we use and what I'm recording on right now. Here are a few tips to help you get the most out of your podcast recording platform before you hit the record button. Number one, choose a quiet recording environment. This is going to help you reduce background noise and make it easier for your podcast audience to hear you. The second thing, set up your equipment. Make sure your microphone is positioned properly and your headphones are comfortable and ensure you've selected the proper mic and headphone set in the podcast recording platform. A huge thing here, no matter how many times you've done it, just run a test. Uh, there's a test button in all of these platforms and then you'll be able to hear back what you're going to sound like, what you're going to look like. I do it every time before I go to hit record. Number three, test your audio levels. Like I said, before you start recording, it's important to test your audio levels to ensure that you're not too quiet or too loud, that you don't come off hot. Most of the platforms do provide that green room that I mentioned, so you can test your equipment before hitting that record button. Number four, confirm the setup of other podcast guests. So once you're ready, it's going to be important to make sure that each participant in the session has their appropriate equipment in place and that they sound natural. Before you begin recording, confirm everyone else looks and sounds good. If you're looking for a complete checklist of items so that you can make sure to get a high quality recording, again, check out our blog. This uh, blog post is going to be our pre-flight checklist. We call it the no-fail method for remote podcast recording sessions, and that, again, can be found at motionagency.io slash blog.
Moving on to number three here, editing your podcast. The level of complexity involved with your podcast editing process can vary quite a bit. For many podcasts, producers don't cut much of the dialogue at all. In other instances, you're going to find a podcast production process where the entire conversation is reconstructed and built out into a completely new narrative. So when you first start a podcast, how much audio editing is right for your podcast production process? When you produce a podcast for your company, I don't recommend starting out with a highly edited show. Here's the approach I recommend as a good starting point. You'll need audio editing software to get this done, by the way. Okay, first, remove any mistakes or obvious awkward pauses in the podcast interviews. For this podcast itself, me recording directly to camera, uh, my team and myself are going to have to remove quite a few. So, you know, it happens. Remove any filler words that are used too often, like, um, or, ah, uh, I am a sucker for using the word like, and I think about it all the time and try not to. Number three, remove any background noise in each audio file. Use a noise reduction filter with your audio editing software. Number four, adjust levels of all podcast participants to ensure that there's consistent audio quality across the board. Number five, Add in that pre-recorded intro, which includes voiceover and intro music and the outro to bookend the conversation. Once you get a few episodes in place and have established some consistency, you can start to experiment with your podcast episode structure. You can also modify the episode format of your show as well. Contrary to a lot of podcasting advice you see on the internet, you don't have to use the same podcast format each week. I mean, I've gone back and forth from recording solo episodes, to interviewing guests, to interviewing my business partner. There's there's really a lot that you can do, but if you start off simple, it's going to help you a lot. Okay, moving to point four here, publish your podcast. Now that you've recorded and edited your first episode, it's time to publish your podcast so people can start listening. But before they can do that, or before you can do that, you need to select a podcast hosting platform. A podcast host is a service that stores your audio files and enables you to distribute them by creating an RSS feed to popular podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. There are a lot of great podcast hosting platforms out there. To be honest, most of them are going to be just fine, but the two that we recommend the most often at Motion are Buzzsprout and Castos. We use Buzzsprout for the majority of our customer shows and usually only recommend Castos if your company plans to provide a private podcast, a show that's accessible only to approved subscribers. Both podcast hosting services offer monthly plans starting under $30 a month. Moving on to number five, promote your podcast. Congrats. You prepared and recorded and edited your episode, but now that you've created it, How do you get people to listen to it or to watch it? There are a number of ways to promote your podcast and get the word out. When you produce a podcast for your company, we recommend a three-phased approach to distribution. Number one, repurpose and breakdown. This involves the development of a variety of assets to share across different marketing channels. In this phase, your marketing team focuses on the development of audio, video, and written content. Number two, distribute. In this phase, you focus on your company's primary distribution channels. This includes your company's social channels, website, and podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and whatever. Number three, enrich. During this phase, your team starts to bolster other marketing content with assets created from your podcast episode. You embed video podcast snippets in blog posts, include your podcast episodes in your emails, and even use the material and outbound activities to attract new listeners. 
By taking this approach with your own podcast, you can start to build a very intimate relationship with your audience and attract potential listeners. After you produce a podcast episode, focus on consistency. The release of your first podcast episode is a heavy lift and your team probably feels a huge sense of accomplishment once it's available on Apple or your favorite app, but it's not enough to get through post-production one time. It's not enough to just start a podcast. The hard part of podcasting is consistency. A successful podcast requires more from your team. You have to get a consistent publishing schedule in place. If you release new episodes on a regular basis and can constantly refine your approach, you'll find it much easier to attract new listeners and retain your existing audience. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to another episode of Recorded Content, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content, a show brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcasting agency for B2B tech marketers. We do the podcast stuff so you can focus on strategy, building brand awareness, and developing new relationships. To learn more about how you can launch and grow a podcast for your company, check out motionagency.io. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content. 